All right, so tonight we're talking about the fifth fruit of the Spirit, which is kindness. Yeah, all about being kind, you know, and how many opportunities out there, and all everything about kindness in the Bible. And so there's been so many times in my life where people have been kind to me. It's like more than I can probably count. And so there was this time where back in my Jeep days, I locked my keys in my Jeep when I went to go have a Subway sandwich. After I'm in there fixing up my sandwich, I go out there. I'm like, man, it's like 50 degrees. I'm ready to hop in my Jeep and go for a drive. Well, you know what? My sandwich is hot. I'm sitting outside in the cold. My keys are locked in the Jeep. And I'm like, what do I do now? So it's like, you know what? I know, I know what to do. I'll call up Isaac. He's a great locksmith. Er. And so he comes on down. He, he messes with the door for, I don't know, 30 minutes, trying to get it open. It can never get open. And I was like, man, there's got to be another person around here who can help me with this problem. He's like, hey, you know what? Derek, he picks doors all the time. He can come over and help us out. So we give a phone call up to Derek. And, well, you know what? Derek's there for maybe two minutes. He opens up the door. No problem. I was like, man, I should have called you first. But I would have been staying out in the cold for an hour. While my, my bread was hot, by, by the end of that, it was cold. I had to go back in there and, hey, put this back in the toaster. It needs to be warm again. No, so it's like there was, during that moment after they opened up, they never looked for a reward, so to say, for helping me out. They was like, hey, that's my kindness. I just want to, you're my friend. We're friends. Something I want to do at the, at, at, at my, through my heart, you know. And so that's just a great example of kindness that they did for me. And did you know, kindness is mentioned over 200 times in the Bible. I know, right? 200. And the word kind, can you guess how many times that's mentioned? No. 400. Oh, you don't, you, butterfingers, you don't get another one. And so there's, so if it's mentioned that many times, it must be something pretty important to our spirit. And there's so many examples in the Bible that hits hard on kindness and all the glory that it can bring God. Hey, children, I will take your candy away. Not your candy, their candy. The so, but what is kindness? Kindness is the over outflow of the individual or indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Kindness is not merely being polite in public, but it's so much more than that. It expresses in friendliness, generosity, patience, compassion, compassionate, and tender-heartedness. Tender! I, I put that one there just for you, Caitlin. No, Tender. Tender. <laughs> People. The Greek word Paul uses for kindness is sertos. I think that's how you pronounce it in Greek. No. Christos, that's how you pronounce it in Greek. It's, it's interesting. It's like Spanish, but not really. And krestos is how you pronounce it in American. <laughs> now you know how to pronounce Kindness, but the Greek word, all in English, and not Greek. Yeah. 
makes your brain. Anyways, Greek lexitons, lexitons, lexicons. Yeah, there you go. Lexicons. Yeah, English is not my strong suit. Shows that this word means goodness in action, sweetness in disposition, gentleness in dwelling with others, and benevolence, kindness, affability. This word describes the ability to act for the welfare of those taxing your patience. I got you. Anyways, you didn't hear that? This means kindness involves action. Truly kind people will actively look for opportunities to show kindness. Like what Derek and Isaac did for me when I was stuck on outside subway for an hour. So true kindness is taught to us. In Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, it says, Get rid of all bitter- bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander. Among with every form of malice, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each another, just as Christ God forgave you. And so it's like, yeah, it's just hits hard right there. It's just, don't basically be a jerk to people. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, Jesus Christ, he, he forgave you of all your problems, but yet, yet he still loves you. He, he did the ultimate thing and died on the cross for you guys. And that's just like the best type of kindness out there. There's a parable of the Good Samaritan that Jesus talks about in Luke 10, 33-37. I'm sure most of you know this parable, but if you don't, I'll read it out for you. So starting at verse 30, kind of verse 30, Jesus replied, A man was going down to Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now starting in verse 33, But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, poured on oil and wine. Then he, sat, then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn to take care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I'll repay you when I come back. And so, you know, it, it was... Um, a kindness act that the Good Samaritan did, not even looking to gain anything from it. He saw a man in danger. He was like, hey, I want to help this person out, even though they're not, I'll say, even though they're enemies. Is that right? They're not. It's like Anaconda versus Butte. And so you, you see Anaconda guy walk around, stuck, like, I don't want to help him. He's rival schools or whatever. But it's something like that. And so Let's see. <laughs> you like that, huh? And so, and so, but that is basically what kindness is all about. Doing something for somebody else, not expecting anything from it. It's just out of the goodness of your own heart. It comes from the Spirit, being sensitive to those who are around us, who are in need. While acts of kindness should not be done for reward or selfish ways, kindness is often done because people are simply moved by the act of kindness and want to express 
express their kindness for such, express their thankfulness for such kindness is about meeting the needs of others. A few years ago, I was getting off of work, and this one, I'm working 10 hour shifts, I'm exhausted, I just want to go home, eat some food, play on the video games, and fall asleep, just so I can repeat it for the next day, type thing. And so I'm, I'm going home, and I, I pass this lady, just limping alongside the shoulder, and everybody's going by her, going like 70 miles per hour, nobody's going slow. And I was like, huh, that was weird. I keep driving. I go to the next gas station that's like maybe a mile down the road where she'll just limp in her car down. And so I'm just busy filling up my gas tank, and I'm just watching behind me. I was like, oh, here comes that lady just limping in. I was like, oh, she's got a flat tire, huh? Anyways, so I kept filling up my gas tank. I keep looking behind me, seeing what she's doing. She's just looking at a tire, looking up, walking around, just looks all clueless. And so after I get done filling up the, my vehicle, I go over there. I was like, hey. I was like, do you want me to change your tire for you? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. And so I was, it was maybe a 10-minute job, super simple. Just take bad tire off, put the spare on, boom, gone. And so she's like, oh, thank you for this. She's like, oh, why? She's like, hey, let me give you money. I was like, no, I don't want money. She's like, oh, well, why are you doing this? Why, why did you stop me? I was like, well, I, I'm a Christian. That's just all the kindness of my heart. I was like, you, you were in trouble, and I wanted to help you out. And so there's so many chances where there's stuff like that or somebody needs help and you can stop and go help them for a quick 30 seconds you know not much out of your day but it gives you an opportunity to talk about talk to them about your faith and what you believe in it's like hey this is this is what i believe this who jesus is it's just a great gateway opportunity to talk to somebody about jesus and so that's why I did, yeah, she, she asked me, like, yeah, hey, you going to church? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this church in Anaconda. I was like, you should come check it out one of these times. And so, yeah, sure enough, next week she showed up, having been in church for a lot of years. And she's like, hey, since this person did the kindest act of just helping me change a tire, she wanted to go visit church and see what it was all about again. And so it's just little small things like that, you know. Let's see here. Man, I jumped all over the place. Okay. We... <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, that is... That, that is one of my points on here. It, it's on here. Why? Because I can. So we just... Eh. No, no, he wouldn't. Exactly, he would say be kind. Ain't that the truth? All right, so we just never know how to, we just never know how an act of kindness might affect someone. Kindness is an expression of God's spirit. It's an attribute to attribute that most humans can express from time to time, and is an attribute that should be expressed constantly by those who call themselves Christians. To be a Christian is to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Jesus demonstrated that kindness through his ministry and continues to demonstrate kindness as an advocate for us before the Father. Jesus is the ultimate view of kindness and should be sought after or to become like so. During his life, Jesus was a perfect emblem of the fruits of the Spirit. He looked towards the needs of others, never turning away. Even when he was tired, exhausted, he would go still and just 
be with people. He could be counted on. How often today do we miss opportunities to show God's love to others because we are too busy? Like if I just kept driving after work and not wanted to stop for 10 minutes, I would have missed the opportunity to talk to that woman about Jesus. And who knows where she would end up now. And so if, if we run from point A to point B, we miss so many opportunities to be kind to somebody. There's a lot of ways Jesus has given kindness to us. Here's a couple. He has forgiven our sins. He provides for our needs. And he gave us the gift of eternal life, the best one. So in Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God Christ forgave you. How easy is it to be kind to someone? Whether it be a homeless person walking around in Butte, or just, just looking for a kind face, just looking for a simple smile, and that's just all they want. Or the other kids in your classes. Or even the family members in your household, which is a hard one for people because I was there once upon a time when I was young. And when my mom said, go make up, go be kind to them after they called me names, like, I don't want to do that. I want to scream at them and get them in trouble. But she's like, no, go be kind with them. Otherwise, you'll regret it. Yeah. Get spankings. 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 There are so many opportunities to be kind to different people. So there is a person that's not here tonight that I was going to brag on. So, well, she's going to have to miss it because somebody else is going to have to tell her. But basically, Shay Shay, she is a very kind person. She is always looking to serve anybody in need. She's even been giving strangers a ride to wherever which I'm not too fond of because that makes me worry a lot. But she, she don't care. She'll, she'll see somebody walk around like, hey, you, where are you going? Let me give you a ride. And then I'm sure she tells them all about Jesus and everything else. And so A plus for her. But she definitely has Jesus pouring through her and out of her. And so definitely a great, kind person. Have any of you guys ever had a honeysuckle before? Yeah, like the, you get it from the little plant and you pull it off and you suck on it. It's like, it's like a mixture of honey and like somewhat of a little bittersweet. It's like nectar, basically. It grows in the south a lot. I don't know. If, does it grow in here in Montana? Huh. I haven't I've yet to find any. Yeah. But basically, it's a plant. And it tastes really good. But there is a verse that makes me think of honeysuckles. And it's found in Proverbs 16, 24. And it says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Hey, there it is. Look at that. Just look at it. Just look at it. And so when I read that, I was like, Oh, that reminds me of the honeysuckle. It's, just, it's so sweet and it's just so craving for the body. And it's like, that's just what kindness is like, too. Your soul craves kindness so well, it can do something good for somebody. 
and come out the other end just like, oh, man, that was awesome. I want to do it for somebody else now, too. Your, your body just gets so excited for it. And so it's such an awesome verse, speaking kind things to people. Your soul and body just craves off that. How better you feel when you do something for someone out of the goodness of your own heart. Your soul craves kindness and helps you grow so well in your faith with Jesus. So in Romans 12, 19 through 21, it says, Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if the enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. You do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's right. And so, some of you guys are probably wondering, what does it mean to heap burning coals over his head? Because when I read that, or when I had it sent to me, I was like, yo, this makes no sense. I was like, I got to figure out what this means. And so there are many Bible scholars who have dove deeply into this phrase, trying to figure out what it really means. And so a couple of them think that it could be, um, it refers to a time when one, when um, keeping one's uh, heart, heart fire alive was a life-saving necessary necessity. If someone could not keep their fire going, then, it mean, then they would go around in the, the town carrying some sort of container on his head, asking for hot coals to rekindle his fire. Which, I was like, huh, that makes sense. But I'm thinking, I was like, man, that would be, that would be have a hot head after the end of that day. You carry around hot coals, like, oh man, my, my head's so hot. That's, that's what I like to think about, hot heads. So, no, but, but yeah, but basically, Romans, it's this, don't overcome evil by evil. If somebody's mean to you, don't be mean right back to them because it doesn't play out. You can't repay evil for evil. You can't, if there's a fire, you can't put it out with fire. It just doesn't happen. It's, the fire gets bigger. If two forest fires merge into one fire, boom, that thing explodes. And so the best way to explode with fire. Maybe fans, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not a fire-tologist person. Yeah. <laughs> a fireman. Yeah, no, but yeah, so like, if someone's being mean to you, just be kind to them. They will totally not expect it. They'll, they're expecting that you will come back with rage or anger. If you're like, no, that doesn't bother me. Let me be kind to you. Let me show you the love of Jesus. They'll just be so thrown aback. And be like, I don't, I, I don't know what to do now. And so Paul is saying, pay kindness to your enemies instead of trying to hurt them. Do not allow their mean or sinful acts to control you. To make, make the decisions you choose. Peace. Make the decision to choose peace as your response. Do not try to give even or give back at them. Rather, overwhelm them with kindness. And do not be overcome by evil 
but overcome evil with good. So if there's ever a time in your life where someone has done an evil or unfair act towards you, repay with kindness. Such a simple thing. You will change their mind so fast. It will be like a curveball they weren't expecting. I'm sure Zeke knows all about curveballs. <laughs> all right, that's interesting. That was a curveball, man. That was. <laughs> there, there has been so many times with my coworkers where they basically say mean things to me or try to get underneath my skin. Even other times I have friends try to do the same thing. And so usually instead of me getting mad at them uh, and throwing insults at them, I usually say something positive in a loud voice, like, I hope you have a great night's sleep tonight, or I hope your car runs smoothly for a whole year. And so I'm, I'm screaming that to them instead of saying, oh, I, you're the worst, or I hope this bad thing happens to you. I just started screaming positive things at them because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> No, I gotta say something positive. I hope you have a great night's sleep tonight. But it's like instead of saying like this straight up mean things, I I like doing that. It's 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 interesting. I would do it to my brothers all the time. It's just it's just a way that I could voice my anger towards them, but also saying something nice to them. Do they find it nice themselves? They might. I get joy out of it. So, yeah, that's just, that's just basically kindness in a nutshell, you know. It's just, it's such a wonderful gift of the Spirit that it's, it's just that um, something you can just show yourself and what you believe in with Christ is towards others. It's such a simple thing to do for others, you know. But that's my TED Talk. Thanks. Thanks.